Welcome to the Honey's Making Money podcast. I am your host, Honey Brooks, and I am so damn excited to be taking you inside the spicy world of OnlyFans. I've spent the last two years in my business researching absolutely everything and putting it all to the test. Since then, I've skyrocketed my business to the top 0.2% worldwide, and I've made my first million dollars. So it's fair to say I've been there and I've done that. Now I'm streamlining everything I've learned so you can do the same. So go grab a wine and get ready to feel empowered to level up your business. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. So strap in and get ready to start making some money, honey. And welcome back to another episode. Before I jump into episode four, I really, really want to share something quick with you guys because I was speaking with a friend of mine this morning and we were having a really great chat and I was just feeling really vibey after it all. And I wanted to share what we were speaking about because I think it's really important to be reminded to reflect and it can be such a big way to impact your personal life and business life. And it's a really great way to set your energy for the day. And this is really talking about your wins. Because she was saying to me, honey, look how far you've come. Look at everything you've done. Do you actually ever take a moment just to breathe, (laughs) just to reflect and be proud of how far you've come? And I was like, oh, honestly, not as much as I probably should. And she just reminded me that I need to be recognizing my growth every single day. And I want to share that with you because it is really, really important that in this industry and well, many other industries where all sorts of women are hustling and are working away, that we actually stop at the end of our day and we reflect on everything we've worked so damn hard for and everything that we've put our heart and soul into. So a little message from me to you is that today, if you have been hustling away, then good on you, babe. You are absolutely killing it. Make sure you remind yourself before you go to bed or when you wake up how far you have come and how hard you've been working. It's time just to take a tiny little moment to be proud of yourself. Even if you are just starting your journey, be proud within taking the leap and recognize how brave you are, how far you've come in this short journey, because there is always growth no matter where you are in your business. Even if it is really small, it is still growth. So really reflect on that growth and your journey and let's learn to appreciate it every single day. So that's just a little something I wanted to share just to set today's mood. (laughs) So now moving on to today's episode and what it will be about, I wanted to give you some things to implement while you're new. (laughs) OnlyFans is getting verified. 
and the things you should possibly think about next and what you may need to set up. So this episode is going to be all about the basics in setting up your OnlyFans. The top 10 tips I have that you should be jumping into first to make sure you are ready to go. Moving into number one, which is content accessibility and page type. Have a think about your page and if you'd like to be running a free or a paid page, also known as a subscriber page or a paywall. I personally don't recommend doing both of the bat. It is a lot of work to set up one page, let alone two. So my suggestion is get into a flow with one, then work with the second. There are many things to consider when starting a free or a paid page, and I will be doing a whole episode dedicated to this. So tune in in the next few episodes because I will be dropping the juice on all of that. But for today, have a think about how you want your page. Number two is creating and uploading content. Now, I know we spoke about this in an earlier episode about what content you want to be putting out there and what content you are comfortable with. And now it's time to start creating that content, to start batching it and to begin spending days dedicated to creating it. What's really important to know is that when fans do come to your OnlyFans site, there will be a media account up the top. And that media account is going to show that fan the overall media on your page. So that is how many photos and how many videos will be on your page. So if you decided to go with a paid page, then you need to take into consideration that it is going to show the fans how much content they will be getting for that price. So it's really important that you do spend the next couple of days dedicating to uploading photos and videos. I would recommend having a big bunch of photos already there. My suggestion would be around a hundred, then at least 30 days scheduled out to give yourself time to continue making content and working on other projects. You may want to also consider filming some new PPV or pay-per-view videos so that they're in your vault and ready to go for new subscribers. I find it's also a really great way to get familiar in front of the camera and get really comfortable. It can be quite difficult and confronting to film your first video. I'm laughing because I remember the first time I filmed mine, I watched it back and I was just like, hell no, I am deleting this. I am never watching this again. I am not creating another movie. Let's get rid of it. So It's so normal to get a bit of that cringe when you are first filming. Nobody likes to hear their own voice. So it can take a few cuts to get comfortable with what you're doing, to get in the groove and understand what makes you feel comfortable when filming your videos. It is totally normal to take a while to get into the flow of creating content 
And this also might take a bit of research as well. It might mean that you are going to jump on Pornhub or go to a similar platform that is going to allow you to research the type of content you're going to put out. I also suggest batching your content together. So you're dedicating your day, getting all of your outfits and your lighting ready, absolutely everything prepared so you can smash out a heap of content in one day. I know it sounds really, really confronting and overwhelming to think about producing over a hundred photos in your first week of OnlyFans, but when you are batching all your content and you are clicking away, you're changing outfits, you're in the zone, it is really, really easy to punch out a heap of content. Now, this one is an absolute biggie and I honestly wish I did this from the start. In fact, Every creator wish they did this from the start because it will save you so much time, especially when you start to compound all of your content and that is organizing your vault. Trust me when I say this because I heard it halfway through my business. I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll get around to it. I'll do it. I will organize my vault. And you just don't, you don't do it. And the longer you leave it, the worse it honestly gets. So make sure you're organizing your vault into categories, into pictures and videos and labeling them. So when you have hundreds and thousands of videos and photos, you can easily go and find what a particular subscriber is looking for right then and there. Going through all those photos in one big folder is an absolute nightmare. So make sure that you do that right from the start. Number three is social media. Now I'm going to go into social media in more depth later in the podcast, but for the purpose of this episode and getting started, let's stick with the basics. Firstly, I highly recommend starting a new page for all your platforms. And I say this for a few reasons. Obviously, it is completely up to you on how you would like to run your social media. And I am just expressing my opinion, but this is my reasoning behind it. Having a brand new account gives yourself a clear barrier between your personal life and your work life. It allows you to completely separate them and it allows you to be your brand and your new identity. It also means that you potentially are not going to have family members or old friends on your Instagram account who know personal details about you, who may accidentally reveal your real identity and start commenting because they haven't realized that you've changed your name or what you're doing. And they may, not intentionally, but they may release personal information. So it's really, really healthy to break apart who you are and what your brand is for your safety. Also, keeping it separate from family and friends 
all together is really great in my opinion, because even though your family and friends may know what you're doing and they support you and they love you for doing it, it's still putting a barrier between them. They can only go and find it if they search for it. It's not something that's being pushed in their face every day. It's not something that's popping up in their feed. If they don't want to see it, they don't have to. You may also need to consider there may be people on your page right now that are underage. You may have little cousins or friends of friends who have kids, whoever it may be, they may be on your personal page and you have completely forgotten about them and they are underage. So you'll want to make sure that you're doing the best you can to keep this kind of content from anyone that's underage. Not saying that people are not going to follow you who are underage because you will absolutely get that. But at least you are doing your absolute best where you can with separating that from your family and friends and the people you care about. You also want to make a decision on what social media sites you want to use and understand their terms and conditions, because the last thing you want to do is go and put all your effort into creating a brand new social media account under your brand new name, and then they get banned instantly. So make sure you understand the terms and conditions and try to abide by them. I will go into burner accounts and creating a brand account versus creating accounts that you know you're going to lose. But for now, so early on, you want to do everything possible to make sure you're abiding by these terms and conditions to try and avoid any bans. Now, you want to set up an external website. Once you've set up your social media accounts, you want to pick an external website to direct everybody to your OnlyFans account. Terms and conditions will state that you cannot advertise or promote any outside platforms that is within the adult industry on most social media platforms. So you really need to be putting a barrier between the social media platform you're using and your link. Think of using some websites like Milkshake, Linktree, Beacons, all my links. These kind of websites are amazing to direct people to your OnlyFans. So pick one and set it up. Moving on to number four, and that is completing your profile, which is your photo, your bio, and your cover photo. This is a really crucial part of your sales funnel. And it is something that I would recommend you do spend a little bit of time on because it's the place where your fan or follower is going to land and what is there is going to determine whether they're going to become a subscriber or not. So essentially your traffic will be driven to your landing page. And here's the moneymaker understanding how to convert that fan to a subscriber with your profile and bio. So you really want to be thinking about a cover photo that is going to represent you and your brand, a display picture that is going to do the same, and a one-liner that is going to make the fan either click read more or click to subscribe. 
Your first line in your bio is really, really important because it does determine whether people will turn around and leave the site or if they do decide to click more into your bio and potentially subscribe. The idea is to give the fan FOMO and that is fear of missing out if anybody does not know that term. Make sure that it screams your brand Make sure that it is authentic, put in emojis and be sure to clearly state what your page consists of and what subscribers should expect. Please, please don't copy and paste. Let your quirkiness come through and describe how your page is different. The idea is to be you. The idea is to stand out. From my experience, I see a really high fan conversion rate to subscriber when my bio just really shows me. It shows my personality and my banter. Now that you've got some ideas about how you should write your bio or what you should be putting in there, have a little bit of a think about your slogan. Now, this is not your only fan's username. This is completely different. Your username will never change or it should never change change, I say. It is the way people find you. It's your URL and it is your website, but your slogan is your nickname or more into your branding. This name will display in the DMs. It will display on your posts. It will display at the top of your landing page. So you want it to be inviting. You want it to be catchy because this is what your fan and your subscriber will see. Now, a top tip I think is just so amazing and I love it so much is the sales button on your OnlyFans page. And it is really powerful for a few reasons. One being that you can use it to track new paying subscribers really, really well which is beneficial if you're doing things like guaranteed gains. If you have no idea what a guaranteed gain is, then don't worry. I'll touch on this down the track. It's not something that you need to worry about really early on. Uh, So if you are running something like guaranteed gains or you are running a promotion with a free trial link, it is a really great way to track how many subscribers have come to your website and use that sale button. It gives you the opportunity as well to have more text on your landing page, which I think is, it's freaking gold. If you come to a landing page and you've only got that one line at the top, that sales box gives you another paragraph to express yourself, to give FOMO, to talk about what everyone's going to be missing out on and how amazing this sale is. So it is really powerful when you do use it the right way. So bringing this episode to an end of part one is bringing in number five, which is networking. So you've got your OnlyFans set up, your content is ready to go, your social media accounts are up and running, and now it's time to network. The first people I truly believe that you want to be networking with on your social media is other women in the industry for a few reasons. One, that they're going to keep you inspired. They're going to fill your feed with some really great ideas and some inspirations. 
And secondly, if you do plan on doing collaborations for joint scenes on your page, then you can really begin to build a list of men or women who you vibe with in the industry and get an understanding if they are someone that you could possibly collab with. Another great resource for networking is Telegram. I highly recommend creating a Telegram account. I had no flipping idea what Telegram was when I first started. I thought the whole thing was just so bizarre. So if you know what Telegram is, you are miles ahead of what I ever was. So congratulations on that. So create an account and put yourself into some groups and some support groups. There are so many groups out there that can support you and look after you and give you some advice when needed. Use the toolbar to search because it's a really great space to be in. I have honestly learned a lot from Telegram over the last few months. So it's been a really, really great tool to utilize. Okay, that brings us to the end of the episode. These are just a few of the basics of getting started on OnlyFans. I have broken this down into part one and part two. Make sure you stick around next week because I will be bringing you my next five basic tips when starting your OnlyFans. And I really wanted to break these episodes down. I wanted to make them short and snappy so you can listen on the way to work or on the train, in the car or in between juggling kids. I wanted to make this easy for you. So hang around for part two as we will be diving even deeper. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Honeys Making Money podcast. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed it, had a little laugh and have had a takeaway from today's episode you can implement into your life or business. If you loved listening, I hope I go out and leave a review, share it on your socials and let's get loud because there's honestly no better feeling than helping other babes win. For more details on the podcast, our coaching and our management programs, hit us up in the links below. Or if you have more questions you'd love to have answered on our podcast, please pop us a message. I hope you have the most incredible day and thanks again so much for listening.